Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today we're going to talk about pooping outside the litter box. This isn't a very common problem, but when your cat's doing it, you want it to stop and fast. We uh, we seem to have a, an unhealthy relationship with poop in this country, <laughs> and, and sometimes people think it's worse than cats peeing on stuff. So, But before we jump into what's going on with the cat poop and how you might address this issue, say hi to my handsome husband and co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, my beautiful wife, and hello to all of the fans in this great big world and kitties. Hello, kitties. If you're listening, we are coming live to you with some poop issues. And I, if you could see me now, I would be pinching my nose and going, ooh, pooping. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, kind of a kind of a crazy topic, but it's a real conversation to have with everyone and their pets, and this topic is uh, very front and center. And you know, I I don't see as being a common problem. I wouldn't think, but um, I would think it is as common as urinating outside the litter box, though. No. Well, no, surprisingly not. Urinating outside the litter box is actually pretty common, and and cats defecating outside the litter boxes is actually pretty rare. Why is that? Well, because urine is more commonly used for territory marking, and um, feces marking is also called middening, is what they call that. Um, <laughs> it's much more common with, sounds sounds like delivering babies, right? Yeah, <laughs> like right. Midwives. I'm middening terrible. over here. Don't bother me. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's um, it's much more common with feral cats or um, big cats, like, like cougars. So feral cats... Um, and some of the big cats will use feces to mark their territories. But urine is much more commonly used indoors by our house cats. I don't know why it is, but this is just seems like an uncomfortable conversation to have. But it's so real, and I understand we got to have it. And you, you really do a lot of research, and I appreciate you bringing this to the forefront. Well, and like uh, like all topics, I I, I pick them because... Somebody has said they had that problem recently, and and I don't get this one often, but surprisingly, I had two poop consults last week, so I thought, well, the universe is telling me time to do a poop show, (laughs) so here we are. (laughs) So I want to know specifically, how did the universe really just unfold that to you, go and listen? (laughs) Did you happen to have a vision of a pile of stinky stuff and go, look, look, I need to do that? (laughs) Oh, I have people reach out and go, my cat's pooping on stuff outside the litter box. What's going on? Okay, so what are some of the reasons cats poop outside the litter box? Well... The most obvious and most common reason is the litter, right? The the litter box hygiene is really important to cats. So if you're not scooping at least once a day, and if you have multiple cats, you need to be scooping more than once a day. If you're not scooping at least once a day, then there's a good chance that they won't want to use it. 
I mean, who likes stepping on litter soaked with urine and poo? I mean, thankfully, we don't have to do that, but cats don't like that. They don't like to get their feet dirty. They're very, very fastidious. Also, size of the box has has a lot to do with it. The style of the box, location, those are all important factors. And there are podcasts about those. But quickly, the box needs to be sized one and a half times the length of the cat. In one of the, the consults I had this week, they had a little tiny box and the cat wasn't big enough. The cat was pooping right outside the box. It usually indicates it's a box issue. Uncovered, you got to have one more litter boxes than you do number of cats. They need to be spread out. You know, location is one of the most important issues because if there's a lot of loud noises that startle them while they're in the middle of pottying, they're going to become fearful of pooping in the box. So generally avoid rooms with, with like appliances that run so they don't have to listen to like the dishwasher starting or washing machines, dryers, stuff like that. Um, and, and avoid areas with lots of activity or traffic. Um, and, and again, we, w- there are more details on that in the podcast we did on litter boxes. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, I got to think about it for a minute. And um, I don't think I like pooping in dirty, loud, high traffic areas either. <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> well, either. So, right. We've all so, been to some of those public restrooms. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know, you kind of freeze up. Oop. Uh, uh, look for some other place. So what are some other reasons? Medical issues. Um, that's, that's also another reason cats will poop outside the litter box. There are diseases, you know, that lead to pain and discomfort when they use the box. You know, there are things like um, impacted anal glands, which is pretty easy fix. Senior cats, you know, can develop cognitive dysfunction and simply forget where to go. Um, arthritis is another common one. Other, you know, orthopedic type pains, muscle disease and weakness, you know, so be considerate of the size of the box in relation to the ease of getting in and out of it too. You know, if you've got an older cat, have a box with lower sides. Um, in fact, you know, when Tabasco got old, I bought puppy pans, you know, and they're big, you know, they're bigger than litter boxes and the sides are low. They're maybe three or four inch high sides and it's got a, a dip in the front. And that turned out to be really good because now we have a new kitten and it's easier for him to get in and out of that box too. You know, and if you have um, a multi-level home, make sure that your litter, you have at least one litter box on the ground floor so that they don't have to go upstairs. Really, you should have, you know, litter boxes on every floor of your house if you have a multi-floored house. Well, you know, and here's what I, I, I'm assuming, this is much like urination issue though. You know, you, you take your cat to the vet to rule out medical issues over behavioral issues, right? Oh, the same abs- thing. Absolutely. If your cat's pooping outside the litter box, you know, it, it is somewhat rare that medical issues cause that, but it has to be ruled out first. We don't want to spend a lot of time and money trying to go down some behavioral rabbit hole when the cat's got, you know, irritable bowel disorder or something like that. So absolutely go to the oh. vet first. Okay, so then are there reasons besides medical or they just dislike the box? Um, yeah, 
there's, you know, resource guarding, but that usually happens accompanied by urination outside the litter box. But sometimes a cat, you know, a cat won't use a box that he's worried about being ambushed in, you know, like a box that's covered, for instance, you know. And since passing stool takes longer than urination, you know, they they may feel like they're going to be ambushed, you know, upon exiting. Um, So, a lot of times I'll see people will say, no, I don't think, you know, our cats are fighting and the cats aren't fighting, but a housemate cat will guard the litter box, usually just laying casually across the floor, blocking that path to the litter box, you know, and you can tell your cats will like cut a wide berth around each other when that happens. And if that happens and a cat goes, oh man, I don't want to deal with Buster right now. I just got a pee. I I can't get in a little tussle and I'm scared he's going to reach out and get me. Well, they'll just go find an easier, what they perceive to be safer location to go, you know, like your closet. So, you know, make sure the boxes are big enough, uncovered, not kept in too small a spaces or stuck in a corner somewhere so your cats feel secure. Okay, so really, uh, what about territory marking? Do cats really use feces to mark their territory? Well, again, generally not indoor house pets, but it can happen, as in the example I gave with the housemates guarding resources. You know, resource guarding is a form of territory defending. You know, in the wild, they'll mark the boundaries of their territory with both urine and feces to say, this is my area. But it's very uncommon. Usually, if you've got a territorial issue going on, like you're dealing with outside cats, um, that your cats are feeling insecure about them coming in and getting their stuff, or, you know, some territory issues between cats in the home, they'll use urine uh, far more often than they will um, feces. But also, you know, changes can cause trauma. And older cats are much more sensitive to change than younger ones. So things like move or new cat type of trauma, that, that all is yeah. part of that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, moving, to, you know, just like they, they make those lists of what are the most stressful things people have to deal with, and moving is up there in the top. It's the same thing for animals. Anytime you move, especially cats, cats are such homebodies, and they, you know, they, they, they really feel comfortable in their territory in home. And so you move to a new location, and they they emotionally really, really wreaks havoc on them. It's very traumatic for them. You get married, you get a new cat, any significant changes in their environment. And it could also be, you know, something just sudden, not not a long-term change, but, you know, I don't know, something, something sudden, some accident happens or something like that that they, they feel traumatized by. That can cause it. Are there any other reasons? Yeah, so constipation is a really common issue. Probably the most common reason I come across. <laughs> this reminds me of a joke. Did you know the German word for constipation is far from pooping? <laughs> oh. oh, where's Are our... The, <laughs> but... <laughs> pull me back. Uh, who writes this stuff anyway? <laughs> our, are there are there things you can do about it this to help the cat and what causes it? Yeah, so constipation absolutely can be helped and it is one of the most 
common reasons and almost almost 100% of the you know the consult behavior forms that I get in with um, pooping outside the litter boxes the problem is people are feeding a dry food only diet so what what happens is that the cat is dehydrated doesn't have enough moisture in its system to be moving those feces along the intestinal tract smoothly so you know here lately a lot of vets are going well they need more fiber well Yes and no. You know, a lot of people think a dry food is fiber. That is, that is not fiber, and it's not what they need. You need to be feeding your cats canned food, so that they get enough hydration and their bodies are functioning properly. And you need to feed frequently. So if you don't feed frequently enough, a cat will just gorge himself and inhale his food, and you know, really get full, and that can lead to to intestinal issues with them as well. And then. You know, they got to have good gut bacteria. You know, just like us, we've, we've got to have, you know, probiotics in our gut um, in order, you know, good bacteria in order for our bodies to function right. So I always put Fortiflora in my cat's food. And I, I use the Fortiflora brand in particular because it has a lot of brewer's yeast in it, which cats just go crazy over the flavor of they love fortiflora so i sprinkle a little bit of that over each meal and it it helps as an appetite stimulant and it's also you know super super good for them and will help them get that good bacteria another thing you can do is put pumpkin in their meal a lot of times you know if you have you know fostering kittens or something the old remedy of you know, get um, canned pumpkin and put it in their food. I've always found, you know, like Tabasco would never eat that canned pumpkin stuff. He was like, ooh, what have you done to my food? So I got a powdered pumpkin off Amazon. It's for pets and it's great fiber. And I mixed that in his wet food and he couldn't tell it. It obviously didn't change the smell or the, the flavor of the food. And he would gobble that right up. And, uh, and if you want to know where that is, go to my website, which is catbehaviorsolutions.org, and go up under the resources tab. And then from there, you'll get products. And then on the products page, it's broken down into five categories. One of them is food and nutrition. And I have a link to the pumpkin powder there. That way you'll know you're getting the right one. So yeah, constipation is the biggest problem. And you know, the reason is because... Uh, you know, when they go, it's uncomfortable. They're constipated. They're straining to go. It's very uncomfortable. It hurts. So it's just like when they have a urinary tract infection and they're trying to go in the litter box and it's painful when they pee. So they're going to associate that pain with the litter box and then they're going to go somewhere else. And that's exactly what happens with constipation. They go, oh, it's going in that litter box that's hurting. So I'm going to go over here instead. It might not hurt as bad. <laughs> okay, so let me uh, see if I can recap here for just a minute. So if you've got a cat pooping outside of the litter box, you should clean the boxes real good first. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have enough of them, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. One more than numbers of cats. Uh-huh, and uncover them, put them in more open but quiet places, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I imagine cleaning up previous soilings is important too, right? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and um, and I always recommend that you clean previously soiled areas with the positive ion system. I prefer that over enzymes because, um, you know, enzymes are living bacteria that eat the bacteria that's in the urine and feces. And when it come, gets exposed to the air, it has a limited lifespan, just like probiotics and other bacteria like that. So, it doesn't last long. You know, it kills the odor for a little while and then the odor comes back. Whereas if you've got a positive ion system, all urine and feces are negative ions. So the positive ion just neutralizes that odor molecule completely forever. doesn't ever come back. So I always use lip pee free. And again, that's on our website too, but we actually sell that in the behavior boutique comes in a small spray bottle and then a larger 64 ounce refill bottle and go ahead and get one of each because you're going to like it so much I use it I mist it over the litter box every time after I scoop and I I, I use a litter genie and so I spray it down inside the litter genie and uh, it keeps it keeps it from smelling down in there so definitely cleaning you know, cleaning those previously soils, that's a good point. Thanks for bringing that up. And then, uh, you know, for the constipation issue about, you know, if you want to know more about, you know, what and how you should be feeding your cat that makes it more healthy so that their bodies work better, we have a podcast on that in the library at cattalkradio.com. And also on catbehaviorsolutions.org, you'll find a blog also under that resources tab and it's split out into categories with nutrition being one of them and there's great great information there also you know follow us on instagram and like us on facebook because i put all kinds of tidbits of info out there regularly don't want to miss any of the good cat info no way and also to all of you wonderful listeners out there if you've learned something from one of our podcasts Please consider sending us a gratuity donation. Any amount helps us keep this show on the air. It's a free podcast. We don't ask for subscriptions or, you know, we don't show us, you know, how to be, um, you know, we we don't ask for money in that way. So we look for gratuity. So please um, show us some love in return and send us something. Thank you very much. And as long as... Shelter euthanasia is the number one cause of death in cats, then we'll keep doing this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a sad statistic that hasn't changed much. Uh, Hopefully, it'll change in our lifetimes and we could actually retire, my love. Hey, yay, let's do it. (laughs) Until then, we want to stay on the air and keep pumping you good information. So if you have any other questions about pooping that we did not uh, cover today or more questions about his far from pooping jokes or anything like that, <laughs> you feel <laughs> free to drop me an stuff? email. Who writes this stuff? Molly at com. And until next time, keep calm and purr on. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.
Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com.